we are live. <laughs> are we though? We are. We just started it like that. Oh, we just did. Okay. <laughs> I so mean, just finally. Edited it out. No, Hi, I Mel. Know. Hi, Erica. How are you? Oh, I'm just doing great. Good. <laughs> How about you, Dory? I am wonderful. It's a Monday. It's a Monday. We usually record on Wednesdays, but we're jumping the gun this week. Lots we're, of stuff. Lots of going stuff going on as the Christmas day approaches, the holiday, the vacation days, everything. It is creeping up and I have not bought one gift. I haven't either. Nope. Ooh. No. No. I'm but, really only concerned about my niece's presents, but the closer we get, man, the more I'm like, are they going to make it on time? TikTok. TikTok is right. I know. I just I can't get into the mood to buy stuff yet. No. I keep looking for myself, which is <laughs> not good, I know. but a necessity. Yeah. It's unavoidable. I Girl, think. treat yourself. I know. I mean, there's so many hot deals out. Might as well take advantage from myself. I know. That's right. Anyway. Well, here we are. We've got a very special candle today. Oh my gosh. It yes. is. I, it's, it's it's peppermint bark. Yes. It's the uh the scented flavor. I don't know. The uh it's the scent. The scent. The scent. Uh but <laughs> <laughs> flavor. You know what I mean? Yeah, the I got the nose flavor. flavor. Yeah. The nose flavor. Um but I I had no idea walking in that I was going to be treated to such a thing. Dory, please tell us about this very special candle. You weren't ready, were you? I was not ready. So, I was doing some grocery shopping on Sunday. Um, preparing for the week and I am on this whole 30 diet. So I've been spending a lot of money on like organic food and whatever. It's so expensive to eat healthy. It is so expensive to eat healthy. And time consuming. So I was trying to get out of the grocery store without spending unnecessary money. That (laughs) was my goal. I was like, only the necessities and you're out talking to myself in the parking lot. So I've got my cart full, I'm heading to the register, and I see that candle, and out of the corner of my eye, I see what looks like the Hallmark logo. But I was like, no, they don't make candles. So I literally walked backwards, because I had passed the (laughs) candle, walked backwards, back to the candle, saw that it was Hallmark brand, and $13 later, here we are. Here we are. Snatched it up. Hallmark peppermint bark so much for not spending unnecessary money but i think it was worth it it has the crown on it It and everything i know but you know to be an official hallmark branded item it does look like they just slapped on a sticker with some snowflakes on it yeah Yeah. you know i would expect more from the mothership i would say the scent is strong (laughs) and i appreciate that Mm -hmm. um i like it me too. Did they have a bunch of other ones? They only had this one and another one. I can't remember what the other scent was, but I liked the peppermint better. But they only had two. I found it at Vaughn's. So oh. if you're in Los Angeles, go get your Hallmark candle from Vaughn's. I wonder if the scent was just like romance. Romance. <laughs> Snowball fight. Snowball fight. Maybe it was Gingerbread House Carnival. I don't remember what it was. <laughs> Anyway, Hallmark makes candles, guys. I'm surprised they don't like name it after the movies. Well, then they would have to change it 10 times. Oh, that's right. (laughs) Don't get me started. Don't even go there. Actually, you know what? I'm going to go there. Let's go there. Right now. What a good transition. (laughs) I set you you up for that one. Did you? Mm -hmm. So 
last podcast last week i talked about how they switched two movies to hallmark movies and mysteries on us uh one was the one that we talked about we're going to talk about this week christmas encore and the other one was one of our last bracket contenders called like christmas connection or something like that they have now switched it back to the hallmark (laughs) channel and i'm so confused i feel like maybe everything i've believe is a lie i don't know i now i'm second guessing if i ever had it right in the first place it's, it's not you Mel, it's a mind it's game it's a mind game they're playing i on think me. they're just you know they're toying with me i can tell they're they're ready to get the holidays going they're drunk over there off they're eggnog. Drunk. they yeah. don't even care no yeah they've been tinkering with this schedule for months now yeah enough, enough. lock it down some lock of us have down. brackets to fill out Ah, so anyway, I, I have nothing more to say about that. Hopefully, this is the last change. Me, yeah, I hope so. I hope so. For your sanity. For, for my heart. <laughs> I hope so. Um, I actually have something I wanted to bring up. Yeah. Stemming from the last time we saw each other and spoke on the last episode. I'm hoping it has to do with cows. Me it has too. to do with those damn cows. <laughs> yes. You guys, I left this podcast, and the next day I talked to people about <laughs> the cow thing and how I was really just confused by mm-hmm. the black and white cow that came out of the brown cow. Someone <laughs> made a really good point. They said, Erica, if you had a baby with a blonde man, because I'm a brunette, and the baby comes out blonde, it would be it wouldn't be a surprise. So you have no idea what that dad was like. And I was like, you are so right. How did I think it was so (laughs) far-fetched? We don't know who the father is. Yeah, but I can't believe I was that dumb to be like, well, because he wasn't there. It doesn't look anything like it. Like, of course, like you can, people have babies. I know know? people have babies that have totally different hair, eye color. Like it's just the way it works. And yet I was so focused on it so i just want to say i'm sorry that i sent us down that spiral please don't be sorry that was my favorite conversation we've had i just realized have we been saying dad cow and not just like bull yes we have (laughs) yep oh god not even that's wrong yeah clearly city girls yeah Yeah. clearly never spent time on a farm any of us so anyway anyone listening (laughs) sorry to spend so much time talking about cows let's move on (laughs) (laughs) never apologize for that I'm going to do a hard transition now. Oh. I did buy myself two early Christmas presents. <gasps> I did show them to Dory earlier. Um, are you ready for this? Are you ready Erica? for this, Erica? Oh, this is a. I brought them here. A surprise, to the I podcast. feel like. This is for you. We've been hiding this from Erica. Are you ready? Oh, God. Are you ready to see what I'm going to be reading this season? Yes! <laughs> <laughs> two beautiful books. Yes. Are one. presented in front of me. Yes. Mel, you know, you deserve these gifts, Mel. I agree. I, f- I want to say that they're for all of us. Tell, and the, tell the people soon what Soon we what will it is. all be. Can we take turns reading them? Yes. I originally went to go look for Candace Cameron Bure's, her latest book, which, which I have purchased. It's called Staying Stylish, Cultivating a Confident Look, Style, and Attitude. There's a beautiful picture of her astride a swing, <laughs> barefoot, Looking carefree. Look Here, at you that take, dress. Take I a love little it. Yeah. Gander. Thanks. Um, while I was there, I came across a listing for Jody Sweeten's, I don't know what this is, a memoir probably? Yeah, probably. Called Unsweetened. Mm. I immediately went to look for it on Audible. It does not exist in audiobook form, so I'm going to have to read a real book. We need to hear her voice. I've already, I know, I cannot wait to get down to the dirty details. 
Uh, the chapter headings, there's one called The Last How Rude. Oh, <laughs> oh I love it. There's one called Drunk and High School. Ooh, <laughs> Ooh that's going to be good stuff. I know. It's going to be great. Wait, um, can I... Can what I a treat. Share with what I just noticed on the back of Candace Cameron's, Cameron's book? Yeah. You, did you see who the photography is by? No. Melissa Coulier. Ooh, <gasps> Do you think that's really? Dave Coulier's wife? Ooh, I I'd hope imagine so. so. Yeah, there's photography by Melissa Coulier. Oh. She's keeping it in ladies. the family. Yeah. I love it. If you if you flip through that, you'll see um, a lovely. There's chapters about journaling. Okay. Where there's photos of her with a pen in her mouth, thinking about her thoughts. There's a section about how to make a day outfit turn into a night outfit with a stylish blazer. Okay. Uh, there's how to dress on a plane, the perfect plane suit. Ooh, I need that. Is it sweatpants? <laughs> That's no, what I usually roll She only likes in. a sweatpants when it's a, a close fit sweatpants. If it's too baggy, it's going to look too messy. It's too sloppy. Mm, well, I need her tips because yep. I pretty much live in sweatpants. <laughs> this has it all. It, it doesn't just have clothes. It has skincare, makeup, health, fitness, well, nourishing your spirit, yes, well, everything. Well, if you follow her on Instagram, mm-hmm. she was doing some... I just started following her after we watched Switched for Christmas. And... For, I want to say the last week, every day she was doing a staying stylish tip. And like one day she was talking about exfoliating your skin and dry brushing your skin to exfoliate. And then the next day she was talking about journaling and how journaling is like praying. Okay. And she likes to go back to her old journals and see the prayers that God has answered sometimes 10 years later. And I just didn't understand how that was part of staying stylish, but maybe it's about inner style. (laughs) Inner style. It's about nourishing your spirit. Um, And she also talked about um, how the Bible is one of her stylish tips. So I feel like this book is about a lot more than clothes. Mm. I can't tell you how many psychics and therapists have told me to start journaling. Yeah. I will not journal. This girl will not journal. Can't do it. Can't do it. Just can't do it. It's not for everybody. No. I also, there's a picture in there. I don't know if you've seen it where she, it's about like jogging, I think is the chapter about running. And she's wearing a tank top that says running towards Jesus. Oh, no, anyway. I just, I just stumbled upon her. There's just a lot. She really to does have an, a whole chapter with my airport outfit and she has casual airport airport look or dressed up i didn't know who dresses up a lot to digest you know oh my god i just feel like such a slacker because there (laughs) is i only have one option and that is dressed way down practically pajamas i always choose my airport outfit and then regret it always (laughs) always regret it i either look like a teenager or i'm too hot or i'm too cold or i spill coffee on my white cardigan i know I should know better. Remember, like, isn't it weird to think back in the day, A, when people smoked on planes, how awful that Ew. sounds, but how people would get dressed to the nines. Like they wore Sunday yes. best on planes. Could you imagine? How yes. uncomfortable. How uncomfortable. Imagine taking off Spanx in that tiny little bathroom. Well, <laughs> they didn't have Spanx back then, but. Well, you know. Those controlled top pantyhose. Or, or the girdles. <laughs> yeah. But I love how it says her, 
Here's one of her tips. <laughs> Their corsets. When it comes to making sweatpants look nice, it's all about finding fitted pieces. Anything too baggy immediately runs the risk of looking sloppy, messy, or like pajamas. Oh, yeah. God. I know. This is just making me feel bad about myself. God, she has her whole skincare. She I even know. has pictures like her- all natural in here with no makeup on. I mean, I'm sure there's some makeup on. She's beautiful. She is radiant, which is... I always... Like, I get that I'm supposed to aspire to that. Instead, it makes me think like, well, I'm never going to be that beautiful, so I'm just going to go to sleep. Well, you maybe know? if you journaled more. Maybe if I journaled more. <laughs> maybe if I ran She looks so Jesus. good doing a reverse <laughs> lunge. And sh- and I, yeah. Damn, and a deadlift. Man, she, she has all her workouts in she's here. She's like smiling big in her side plank. She doesn't her even arms, have... arms. Look at her arms. She's got some guns she on her. Have, she has thigh gap. Oh, my Damn God. It. And she's had how many kids? Is she short? She's short, right? I think she's short. God, she's doing push-ups. <laughs> Good for her. Good for you, CCB. I know. This I is know. Really, we're completely envious. So. I'm sorry. If I, I got to put this book to the side. Otherwise, I'm just going to forget that we're talking and start reading. Thanks yep. for sharing, Mal. I got to up my game. We're all going to be enjoying some CCB and Jody matchups from years to come. That's right. Or podcasts to come. Yeah. Maybe a month to come. I don't know. We'll see. God, please let them both have spring fling movies. Oh my God. That would be perfect. I would love that. I'm going to journal that and see if God answers that <laughs> prayer. <laughs> Thank you. Because I want it. Just put it out in the universe story. Well, thanks for sharing, Mel. No problem. Thanks for caring. You knew we were going to care. Uh, Speaking of sharing. Should we talk about these movies? Do we, do we have to? <laughs> Here's the thing. It wasn't the greatest week. <laughs> I mean, who knows? Maybe it was our moods. I can't speak collectively. Well, I'm just going to be completely honest. I didn't get a chance to watch Sharing Christmas. It was a rough weekend for me. <laughs> I'm getting ready to leave on a trip. So I'm just been crazy getting ready for that. And I'm not going to lie, y'all. I'm just tired. Yeah, I know. There's been a lot of Hallmark fatigue. I've we're, been fighting the Hallmark fatigue. I know. We're hitting we're hitting the the holiday wall here. It yeah. Is, it's happening. Plus, like, I'm trying to finish up stuff at work. There's just, there's yeah. a lot going on. And I just, I didn't make it. I didn't pull through. It's no. okay. It's okay. I think so. once we're all free of the shackles of work. Yeah. It's going to be all Hallmark. It's going to be, we're going to be really into it. Yeah, I think so. We're in the worst moments right now though and i still wonder if we're just on still such a high from full house week yeah no and then kevin's visit and kevin was great i mean we had such a great time hearing his perspective and even though those movies they were okay but yeah i don't know if we're just we're still trying to get back to the cloud nine and yeah i know because i didn't watch the last one either i listened to it sharing christmas in the background Mm. while i was working well, you know, I watched it the old-fashioned way. <laughs> on the of, DVR. On the DVR, on, you know, in my living room, on my couch, but I couldn't make it five to ten minutes without starting. I was like, all of a sudden I'd be like Googling whatever. <laughs> I'd be flipping through the CCB Stale and Stylish book. Oh, yeah, you like, were distracted with these new books. Yeah, I was like wrapping gifts. I was you know, folding laundry. I just could it could not hold my interest. I had to keep going and return it like going back and trying over yes. considering over i was like nope gotta get it down gotta yes. do it so let's let me should give just, the synopsis should we start with christmas encore yeah let's, okay. let's and let's remind the bracket okay that for this week's prediction i picked christmas encore moving ahead this week and taking it to the top taking it to the top you had high hopes 
I really did. Let's see if those hopes held. <laughs> well, so here's the synopsis <laughs> of Christmas Encore. Following years of bit parts and near misses, aspiring New York actress Charlotte Lacey is about to throw in the towel and move to Chicago to take a real job when she lands the lead in a new production of A Christmas Carol. She nails the part and finds unexpected romance with her director, TV star Julian Walker, along with a renewed passion for her craft and the city. But when the historic theater loses its lease and the show is set to fold before it even opens, Charlotte and her castmates find themselves in need of a Christmas miracle. Okay, that was not what I read when I picked this movie to go forward. <laughs> I thought it was all about Broadway. Well, I mean, it supposedly probably took place on Broadway or off Broadway or Broadway adjacent around the corner from Broadway. <laughs> I don't know. And I guess I I blame myself because I assumed Broadway equals musical right i didn't even think about the Chris, a christmas carol well, which that, we know yeah. doesn't have any or you music. thought we would see like an actual show yeah which we didn't no there was no song and dance there, there was, was no nothing pizzazz. of the sort there was not even a santa it just it was not what i thought it was going to be no no so my bad <laughs> <laughs> all right and but i mean it, i had high hopes too it started brandon elliott yeah. who was my number one favorite mm-hmm. hallmark man mm-hmm. um in his flattest role to date with the craziest hair like i, I could not stop looking at his weird hair style that was like they had just combed it upwards i guess it was like fresh from a shower and tousled in a really strange way he usually has chemistry and jokes for days with yeah. whoever he's opposite and i love her too like i feel like she's given us some great movies in the past yeah but there was just very little. I don't know. I just, nothing. I, I agree with you. And I actually didn't mind this movie. Like I didn't mind how it started. Like yeah, it started I was great. actually, it, I thought it had a strong start. I'm going to say the first 30 minutes, 30 mm-hmm. to 45 minutes, strong start. I liked the premise. Mm-hmm. I liked that here was this girl in her thirties. I'm assuming she had been a struggling actress, like trying to figure out, do I keep trying to go for this dream or do I do something more practical? Like I can't keep living paycheck to paycheck. Mm -hmm. She's like living in an apartment with a roommate and like, it just, I liked the premise of it. I even liked when she wrote her own little part about whatever, like I was on board. It was like Linda Scrooge. It was like, really? I can't think of a better, but okay. But I was okay with it. But strangely enough the second she got the part it yeah. started going downhill Nowhere. for me and i was just kind of bored yeah me too yeah it's very true because you know they i don't know it just because then it was just like her rehearsing with the guy yeah and even saving the theater didn't really feel that pressing because it wasn't like we got to save the theater it was basically just oh the theater's gonna close after the show yeah and then her whole technique or whatever her her hail mary was just to give the grumpy owner of the building a like a photograph and he was like oh a photograph and he was also a Them's villain for 15 minutes like yeah. he wasn't introduced early you didn't know any like there was no tension no until I don't know, 30 minutes left in the movie and suddenly they're about to fold and all this drama starts, attempts to lift off. She's just like handing out photographs to people and everyone's (laughs) having moments looking at the photographs. Yeah. 
I I don't know. I got I got I too was excited at the beginning. I love a movie in a city. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's going to be buzzy and alive and full of energy. And it was nice to see something realistic because usually it's these struggling mm-hmm. artist right. type living in the biggest ass house or apartment I've ever seen. It was right. nice to see. Oh, she's a regular girl struggling as a waitress. Yep. Trying to make it work, doubting her decision to stay to make it work. Mm -hmm. But as soon as she got that part, I totally agree. It just got so slow and Mm -hmm. boring and they worked on the play. And then the threat of the celebrity girlfriend was like pointless. Like who cares? I know. Yeah. It just, it It fell flat, flat, totally flat. And the play, whenever we got to hear snippets of the play, they were just like the worst. It was like more heavy handedly written than a Hallmark movie. Yeah. Which is saying a lot. And we also kept hearing the same, like her same final line over and over. And I was like, are we going to see any of this performance or is the play that this whole movie centers around besides the point, I guess. Uh, Yeah. And yeah, she was just like, and the only costume we got to see her in is like a pair of oversized pajamas. pajamas. I know. (laughs) I just, I can't believe the big show finally came and literally we heard one line <laughs> yeah. and they were taking their And it bottles. was like, God bless us, everyone. Like yeah. there was a feeling to it. No. I thought she was going to deliver some like passionate monologue that like Nothing. had to do with something and everyone would be in tears. And so they're like, that was amazing. I it's feel like, like, really? I feel like the writers of this movie were probably thinking, we just wrote a whole damn movie. I'm not writing some stuff for a play <laughs> to pop in this movie. They can make it work with one line. I mean, it's an interesting premise. We've seen them do like a female modern version of Christmas Carol before. I don't know if it was Hallmark or Lifetime or whatever, ABC Family, but that has happened before. Yeah, Vanessa Williams. Christmas Carol, right? That's another one. I think with Tori Spelling, maybe there was another one. Mm -hmm. Who knows? But it's an interesting premise. They did not explore it at all. Yeah. Not explore it at all. Yeah, that would have been so cool to see this modern take on mm-hmm. such an old tale and we got nothing nothing we got that yeah. she was the female that scrooge turned into a female lead yeah and she wowed everyone we did not see we her didn't wow see her anyone. wow anyone <laughs> no even at that audition when she recited whatever she wrote up like i am a girl yeah and they were like oh we love this oh, in a yeah, modern let's, world let's go with this. <laughs> this is such a brand new take and i'm like what take? What's happening? Yeah. I'm going to remember the past and the future while living in the present. Yeah. <laughs> like it was so bizarre to me. I know. And I also couldn't figure out, like, was it supposed to be comedic because there were like some funny banter moments, but then there were like moments where we were supposed to feel like it was super dramatic. Like every time she called her mother on the phone, like yeah. and her mom was near tears, like, it just felt like everyone's emotions were on all different levels. It was like we, it was like watching three different movies smashed into one. Yeah. I mean, the moment where her mother cried in the audience at the end, I was like, that's a nice moment. I liked that. If we, you know, if, if we, the movie had been this. Ex- exactly. And that's what was, I was so confused by. I was like, was this supposed to be yeah. a tearjerker? Like a woman realizing her dream. Yeah. It just felt, I don't know. I didn't know how to feel the whole time. I was just bored. Yeah. <laughs> I was bored. Yeah. And 
I was even starting to notice, which I do anyways, the clothing. And even what she wore, she was wearing like a trench coat jacket that did nothing for her. (laughs) It was just this gray, blah thing. Even the clothes were boring. And do you notice, I don't know if it's the color of the scenery, if it's the shooting, the cameras they use, but this one didn't look vibrant. It didn't look fresh. It didn't look like New York. It looked... I, I can't even explain it. It looked dull. Yeah. And it just didn't seem crisp. And when you're in a city like this, it should be pop of colors yeah. and exciting and busy. And I visually, this didn't, this visually, it was soft and did not hold my attention. It felt very dark. Yeah. And like, but not, not even dark. I'm saying like gray. Yeah. And I'm yeah. saying soft as in blah. Yeah. Yeah. I agree completely. I felt the same way. Like I was watching, I, it didn't feel hallmarky. No, no. To me, usually it's like Christmas decorations from every yeah. orifice. Yeah, it's like about. bright and cheery, and this felt kind of drab. Even yeah. like little things when she came over to help him decorate the tree, and he's like, "Ooh, I don't know where my Christmas decorations are." And she's like, "I can make anything work." I was thinking, "Oh, she's gonna like hand makes up." Look like she took a box out and decorated that tree like, right up. Those cut look to like, cut a to William this. Sonoma tree. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, you really made things work. Is that work. a thing? A William Sonoma I'm sure tree? Probably. You know they have or to have balsam fur. <laughs> balsam <laughs> hill. Bal- yeah. Come anyway. on, Dora, use the product placement, please. I know. William Sonoma's a kitchen store. They probably don't sell ornaments. Yeah. I also felt like she was like so plucky and admirable at the beginning, like at, when she was talking with her waiter waiter friend and like you know you liked her then yeah and then by the middle of it she was just like sad and annoyed yeah like every time she'd come home and her roommate would talk to her she'd just like roll her eyes and be like eh. and, and i don't know it just it lost its charm something changed something changed also something if you were shifted. her friend in chicago and she just worked her oh, butt yeah. off to get you that job interview and she said no i'm gonna stay in new york wouldn't you be pissed I was like, take that job, girl. Job security. Job security. Like, what's she would have had an office? Also, she would have close to her mom. Wait, so the guy became what was his name in the movie? Um, I don't know. Whatever. Thicker thin guy. Yeah, thicker thin. <laughs> he became the creative artistic director. director of the theater. Did he say, "Oh, and you're gonna stay with me and do something"? I, I he, mean, like, what did I he offer her? Did he offer her anything? Know. I feel like they're all like. You're going to take off now because everyone loved you. Like, what's she doing now? I don't. Well, I think that. Um, I don't remember. I don't know. Maybe I, think, I made this up in my head, but I think that that last scene. Yeah. He's talking about like he's the new artistic director and that is going to be a problem. Yeah. For kinda, their relationship. Yeah. They kind of end abruptly with a relationship. Mm-hmm. They don't really establish what she's going to be doing. Besides, she's going to continue to live her dream. But he says, like, I can't date an actress or no. something well this is the last line should i just read the yeah just line? read it put you out of your misery mm-hmm. thank you <laughs> okay. thank you for reading the warning signs in my eyes so basically he's saying like i'm gonna be this artistic director and it might be a problem and she's like why would that be a problem and he goes you have this hard and fast rule never to date an actor hmm. and she says you know what they say about rules right and then he goes what's that and then they just start making out so she doesn't even answer. Like, we'll never know what they say about rules. We'll never know. Well, I assume Cliffhanger. that meant the rules were meant to be broken because I'm about to make out with your face. I'll make out <laughs> with your face. But, I mean, I hope for her sake she's moving out of that apartment into his and he's no. giving her a job at the theater because what now what is she doing? She's still working at the bar down the street? 
Exactly. I think we're meant to assume that that was her big break, even though there was like 25 people in the audience. Half of them she knew through work (laughs) or college or mom. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But I don't know. Who cares? (laughs) I guess is what I like Exactly. Yeah. Pretty much. I mean, don't waste your time, Hallmark, with a sequel because I'm not losing sleep about this one. I mean, I wanted to like it, yeah, and and it was disappointed because disappointing because I think it did start off pretty strong. Because mm-hmm. I remember when I started, it, I was like, "This is cute, like I like this." Yeah, and then it, it fell very... off a cliff. Yeah, yep. Want, want a want a nice little line? Yeah, I, I have one line that I enjoyed. Someone says, "Are you serious?" And she goes, "Serious as a broken dream." <laughs> I yeah, yeah, I do remember, I remember that, one. that one. Yikes! Too. Yikes! Um, you know what you need. A Christmas miracle. Oh, I did like when they they thought that the selfie was going to save the theater. <laughs> oh, God. I was like, oh, man. I know. This one fell flat. Do we think this was the reason it was moved to movies? Hallmark mystery? movies and mysteries? Yeah. Like, do you think that's a tactic? They're like, ooh, this is not strong. Let's move it to the channel that not everyone has. Maybe. Like where we can slide by with lower ratings. Yeah. And maybe they thought... The Christmas, the cottage that took over uh-huh. was going to do better. I didn't I'm, watch that one, so I don't know if it was better. I'm wondering if it was less the content necessarily and more of it just didn't fit looks wise, like visually even. It didn't look like the movies we've been seeing. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it just, it just yeah. had a different feel to it. It did not feel like a Hallmark countdown to Christmas movie at all. Yeah. The way it was shot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, it yeah. just didn't, like you were saying, Erica, like it wasn't bright colors and, you know. Vibrant. Yeah. And, and yeah. decorations everywhere. It just, there was none of that. Yeah. Who knows if we'll ever know. If yeah. anybody on the inside wants to send us a hot tip. Yeah. We won't reveal our source. Someone from programming, if you're listening. <laughs> I like that. I like that we still pretend that people are listening from Hallmark. Nobody's listening from Hallmark. I know. You don't know that. I know. I like to hope. I just don't think they could talk to us about it, though. Nothing is as serious as a broken dream. So we'll just continue to make our assumptions. That's right. And until we hear differently. Until we hear differently. differently. That's a good way to do it. Yeah. Do you want to move on to the next one? Please. I didn't even watch it, and I want to move on. Okay. (laughs) Well, so I'm going to listen to you guys. The next movie was originally called The Christmas Shop. Which made sense for the movie. Yeah. And then they changed it to Sharing Christmas. Which doesn't make sense. Which doesn't make sense at all. No. Here's the synopsis. A real estate developer is given the opportunity of his career to transform an old shopping complex into a prime location. Unfortunately, there is one tenant who is holding out the Christmas shop owner he met by happenstance just days ago. Happenstance. So fill me in on um, what what went on in this one. So basically, there is not... Okay, I'm just going to start off on a negative as I, as I tend to do. <laughs> there is nothing in this movie that we have not already seen this season, I feel like. Not only that... In, so in Christmas Encore, it takes place in New York, but they're from Ohio. She's from Ohio. This is the exact same thing. It takes mm-hmm. place in New York. He's from Ohio. Everyone, it's like everything in this movie we have seen in a movie this year already. There's a Christmas store. And Erica, it is like the Holly Lodge. It, it's more, to me, it was more confusing than the Holly Lodge. Yeah. Like it was 
baffling some of the lingos about leases and because it was it oh had God, that you guys you guys know how i struggled maybe oh, it's yeah, not the it best. Was struggle it was i struggled on erica this one. it had that same moment where the shop is going to be sold to these developers but a miracle happens and there's an old piece of paper that says it's like it doesn't like, make any sense. It makes no sense. But really? it basically says that they have the option of buying. The Christmas shop owner has the option of buying the space before the developers can buy it from yeah, them. They have like first, like, I don't know, first grabs. <laughs> they got dibs. They got dibs. But they clearly, because they are running a failing Christmas store, they clearly don't have money to buy a huge retail space. So they get an investor who happens to be the like love interest's dad. It's very weird. We've never seen before. We've never seen. Was he referenced? He was referenced earlier when the, the, the right guy, the only guy in this movie, there's only one guy, uh, basically says, I used to be a school teacher. I loved it. I lost my job there because of budget cuts because I was like an art teacher or something or music. It must have been music would make sense. And I could have gone to work with my dad, but I wanted to make it on my own. So I went to work on this at this company and he's, a, you know, like, so there was like mention, but it wasn't like bad blood. It wasn't like I have to mend fences or he, it, it was just basically like a passing reference. And then the guy, this dude just comes waltzing in at the end is like, hello, I am the father. And I have tons of money and I will, I love Christmas. Ah, oh, smell that Christmas scent in the air. Like, and I've been looking for a way to work with my son and yeah. it was, it was a lot. It was dumb. Yeah. And, and the moment that the right guy was like, Oh, I know how to look into, you know, I know how I might save it. He, he just sees a sign that says for lease and he's like, for lease, lease. I should look at her old lease. It's like oh, that hasn't God. crossed your mind before. Oh no. Erica, it's so boring. There was there I was, was bored to tears. Oh my god. <laughs> um there is all of my notes are pretty angry. But <laughs> uh so the woman who owns the Christmas tree shop, she at the like one of the very so the first scenes is she's inheriting it from her living parents. So it's like finding Santa, except the parents are living okay. and they're just like, we're retiring to Long Island immediately. Apparently we're shipping out <laughs> like, tonight. tonight, tonight, bye. Here are the keys. You're in charge. And she's like, I won't fail you. And, and by the next day, the store is the closing. Store is like closing. They're losing the lease. Like Patty's cupcakes across the way has got to go. Bloom flowers has got to go. Oh no. It's Armageddon at this tiny shopping mall and the something that was funny but also weird is that they would kept cutting to the parents in long island on at, like during their retirement and the mother was always just being super mean to the dad like the dad the, was always trying to eat some bacon and the mom, mom was like, like you can't that eat that dude's yeah. retired let or him like, have the bacon or she's like i don't want you to wear this hat and then she you see him in the background trying to he's like that's my favorite trying to sneak it out of the box and she like rips it out of his hands i'm like dude how'd you guys make it this long so that was one thing and then ultimately at the end they decide to come out of retirement on christmas eve because they're course. bored um for no good reason so Just, the parents knew that 
this they learned, was str- like, the shop through. was struggling and they were just like she was not trying my to problem? keep it from her parents oh, okay. for a little while but then she calls them and has a full meltdown yeah it's not so much that it was struggling it was just that they're gonna lose their lease and they yeah. don't make enough money to like be able to move into a new a new space, space especially because they don't have like they're gonna lose their rent control yeah uh they go she goes and looks at a new space and the woman the realtor showing it to her was like yeah we're not gonna let a christmas tree shop in here because you guys are not gonna make any money you know like right and you're not like you don't have steady business year round like you're busy during the holidays but besides that like are you selling ornaments on august 2nd yeah good point that never comes up in any of these other movies that are about christmas tree shops where the town's entire economy is based on the one christmas festival a year yeah so and then this guy who works for the company that's going to buy the place or whatever and turn it into condos or whatever, he just kind of it had the same Holly Lodge thing that Kevin was talking about last week, how the two leads meet, they immediately are attracted to each other and flirting with each other, and then that's it. Like, they never mm-hmm. and it had even less, because Holly Lodge, at least she was like, I shouldn't like him because he's trying to ruin my life. I'm going to try not to like him here. She never even like bothers to not flirt with him. Well, and he also switches to her team mighty fast, immediately, regardless of his job, which is to shut her down. Yeah. He's like, actually, I want to help you. So he's doing everything in his power to help her. He eventually quits his job because mm-hmm. he doesn't agree with what they're doing. Like she has no real reason to not like him. Cause at every yeah. turn he's like, trying to help her well and there's this weird plot turn i mean it's very much at the beginning where they realize she realizes he's the one that's trying to put her out of business he realizes that she's the building that he's been tasked with putting out of business and then there's this conversation with his boss where he he's basically i don't know how i was still confused how this happened but it comes to pass that he is going to go work at the shop with her yeah i didn't get that either and it was like Either she dared him to, or the boss was like, it'll be good if you go learn their ways for some reason. And it made no sense. But all of a sudden for the rest of the movie, he was like basically an employee of hers at the he's Christmas He's selling shop. ornaments. Yeah. He's talking <laughs> to tiny change. children. <laughs> it didn't make any sense. It made no sense. So the shop gets saved, but yeah. all the shops around it are gone. So then what do, what happens? Well, it's this also one confusing. Shops yeah, that holding is up the confusing. Mall. Did they resolve that? No, I had to watch it twice to see. So the other shops before, before like the the end of days, they find new spaces. They're able to find new spaces okay. for whatever reason. And she's like the last one that cannot find a space. So it, like the pressure's on. And then you know everything gets saved on Christmas Eve. You know everyone runs to her rescue and everything's great. And then they have a one year later, and you're like, okay. I'm going to see a proposal. That's usually what happens on a one right. year later or who knows? I don't know. Maybe they've opened a Christmas emporium. I don't, I don't know who knows, <laughs> but what it is, it's just, they just like pan up and the mall is bustling with people, but there's no, like the stores are just there. Just like basically B roll shots, but they probably bought online stock footage of a, a mall, mall, a bustling mall. Mm-hmm. And then it just like pans in and the Christmas tree shop is busy and like maybe it looks slightly bigger, but it doesn't, I don't know. To me, nothing changed. Her yeah, par- like her parents tell. are helping people. Yeah, and he's there. And there's he's- suddenly an iPad there where you can oh, yeah. make 
orders, I guess. Like it's keep track of inventory. Yeah. And they basically kind of say like, look what we've accomplished in this year. What have you accomplished? Yeah. Yeah. He's wearing a red velvet sweater, which that was (laughs) fascinating choice. Anyway, who knows? Shrug. I feel like we were really hard on that one. And so I want to say something positive. Yeah. I liked the two of them. I liked, yeah, I liked I thought, him a lot, too. I thought he was great. I liked yeah. her a lot. I don't remember having seen her in a movie before, mm-hmm. um, but I liked their chemistry. Like, I thought they were yeah, cute they together. Were cute. I just wish they were not in this movie. I want to yeah. see, and I even at the end, I was like, I would love to see them together in a movie to again, just a good one. Yeah. I but a- I did like them my positives <laughs> are very similar. I do like them. I liked the plot of them both really being into music and like mm-hmm. going to the old record store. I was baffled when she took him to the jazz club and he was, and it was like Dave cause is playing. And I'm mm-hmm. like, am I supposed to know who Dave cause is? Is this a big deal? And it was like, basically like a coup, like, like they had gotten a guest star on a Hallmark and Dave cause was basically just, playing jazz on a saxophone yet they in the description of the movie they call him one of the stars which yeah makes me laugh. you know introduce or like yeah and it was supposed to be this big moment confused the hell out of me because i don't know who dave Cause do you is. know who dave causes do you know who dave causes no. erica no. he's like I a saxophone to? player but i know who he is because he plays the general hospital theme song oh he that is his that is his how saxophone. do you know that i don't know how i know that but i i knew who he, who he was immediately like they said dave cause i was like oh cool like he's in this it, great maybe you're the only one i might be the only one but he I'm... he uh he plays the general hospital theme song well now he plays it's a christmas tree oh okay yeah well welcome to the hallmark fold i guess I don't know. They were treating him like he was Buble. That was all like, felt very pointless. Yeah, it was very strange. Yeah. I did like the the, the right guy, the only guy's scene work with the snowman ornament that he kept having conversations with. Yes, I liked that too. I enjoyed that. He talked to cute. an ornament? Yeah. <laughs> this movie was very ornament heavy. It was very ornament themed. She was like, they had a whole plot line about how she would make homemade ornaments that looked really, really not nice. Like it was like thimbles wooden thimbles and everyone kept saying this is beautiful it's like that looks like a like a toy from that a child would have made in fifth grade because they pride themselves on making like the best custom gifts like there's this old couple who always comes in every year for a new ornament and yeah did you notice they had like three Christmas trees at their house? Yes, I What's did. going on? They had so many ornaments at this point. I did like his story because he's talking about like how yeah. they met and how he fell in love with her. And like that was sweet because they're just like this old couple who comes in every year yeah. for their yeah. custom ornaments. This whole movie opens with a person who I don't think we ever see in the movie picking up an ornament and then going to someone's house and coming in and it's a woman's house. And he basically proposes to her with the ornament, yeah. which I guess was supposed to be look at how big setting our, the scene. Yeah. Like our ornaments are like the best. Know. How would you feel yeah. about an ornament proposal? I mean, at this point I would take a proposal and <laughs> as long as I wanted to marry that person, it could be <laughs> shouted from across. I mean, that could be cute. Cause then you have, something as a keepsake for the rest of time 
you did not oh, see this ornament. So. But yes, that's cute. That well, that was my hesitation. Would yeah. I take an ornament proposal? In theory, yes. Yeah, one that looked this like one? this lady's. No. <laughs> so why do you guys think? Since you watched it, why was it called Sharing Christmas? Do you have any idea? I have no idea. Maybe she shared Christmas with him and she was sharing Christmas with the world with her Christmas store. <laughs> That's the best I, I like get. that, Mel. Sure, we'll go with that. Is there a David Cause song <laughs> called Sharing Christmas? Maybe. Maybe, maybe it all goes no, back maybe to Cause. Maybe there should be. The Cause. It, I I think that that, of all of the things that were baffling about this movie, that was the most baffling. Why would you change the name that was so perfect? The Christmas Shop tells you everything yeah. you need to know to sharing Christmas. Times. Yes, they kept saying Christmas Shop. And I'm assuming, even in the promo. I'm assuming it's because they have another one called Christmas Shop, but like, can't you do that <sighs> research before you brand it this Maybe, way? maybe. Mm-hmm. There's a movie coming out or some other movie paid to get that title. Yeah, Yeah, they couldn't afford it to buy it back. Mm -hmm. Or it was just a good offer. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Could be any But really the title didn't make or break my enjoyment of this movie. Yeah. It Mm. was did you I I do have an unrelated, it just says my note unrelated. (laughs) (laughs) And actually now I realize since you didn't watch it and you only listened to it and most likely it was on YouTube with the commercials cut out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Neither no commercials. Saw this commercial. I saw a commercial during the viewing of this that gave me all of the feels. What was the commercial? <laughs> it was, it's a Macy's commercial. Okay. And this woman is shopping at Macy's with her teenage son and mm-hmm. she sees him like smiling at the clerk and it's like a teenage girl and like smiling shyly and then she's like oh she goes to school with you right and he's like yeah and then it cuts to christmas day and they're opening presents with his family like the whole family's opening presents and the son is like smiling at his like the clothes he's gotten and then he looks at the tags and he's like mom none of these are my size because they're all like extra extra large she's like mom none of these are my size and she goes guess you'll have to return them and then it cuts to like him like talking to the girl mm-hmm. and he's like, see you next Saturday. Oh, like, that's like, so cute. I know. I Mom would. for the win. Mom for the win. Wait, did you watch this live? I no on my DVR, but I don't know why. I just, you watch commercials? Well, I was like doing other things. You oh, know, you I just was let like it go. folding my laundry and I was like, oh, I guess it's a commercial right now. Yeah. But she was making an ornament. I was. Yes, I was cobbling together tinker toys <laughs> a heartfelt art ornament you got your fisher price figurines out uh do you guys want to hear the last line sure, I'm sure do i'm sure it's epic it's quite it's like it was even like the last line was phoned in honestly so he goes now let's talk about franchising and she just goes uh no and then he's his voice is trailing off as they pan out. He says, "Come on, we can have a Christmas shop in New York, Chicago, LA, San Francisco." That's it. The end. And then we're out. Not great. Not great. Interesting. That being said, over the two of these movies, I would probably have voted for Sharing Christmas only because yeah. I liked him and her. Yeah. And the snowman ornament playing the guitar. Their cuteness helped. Yeah. And it also looked and felt like production a countdown to Christmas movie. Yeah. 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 If it had come earlier, I probably would have made more excuses for it. Yeah. But since we've just, it felt tired at this point. Well, I'm not yeah. going to argue because A, I didn't watch the second one, but Encore did nothing for did me. Nothing. 
I know. So, man, it had promise. I know. And this means yeah. the bracket. I mean, you can get Our all the other ones, run, but now Erica. the bracket is busted. But we will still make a bracket of what we move forward and right. show what ends yeah. up ultimately taking the crown. Right. And since we were so down on these, like, I'm very interested to hear what you guys listening felt about these yeah because i really i agree with you mel what you were saying earlier does this have to do with our state of mind or Mm. you know what i'm saying like were we just super down on it after after tanner weekend i don't know so let (laughs) us know how you guys felt about these i i i need i need some new perspectives some different ones because i was just not feeling these And really, neither of them were, like, terrible. No, not at all. It was just... Let's think back to this time last year. Mm -hmm. Because I think the first time I ever podcasted with you, it was towards the end. So for me, it was bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, new thing. Mm -hmm. You watch so many movies in such little time. Do you think the movies that were airing around this time, you kind of got that feeling as well? I wish I could remember... I mean, I remember hating the Christmas sleigh one, which was, I think, our, one of our last ones. I think that was our last matchup because it was against My Christmas Love. Yeah. Um, which was a big which was one. was a great one. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. Maybe it's just hit or miss. I also, I mean, the time traveling CCB movie with the woodshed and the When dumbness. was that? I feel like that was midway. Wasn't that a Thanksgiving That probably would have been Thanksgiving, one? right? Uh, probably. Yeah. They stack the good ones, I feel, during that time. Because people are off. And, they do. you know, the closer you get to Christmas, yes, the more you want to, you would think that you want to watch these Christmas movies and get into the spirit. But sometimes maybe they think the closer they get to Christmas, the more crap they have to get done. Yeah. They're buying gifts. They're finishing up work. Mm-hmm. They're taking vacations. They're not even at a TV. Or maybe they're just watching their regular go-to Christmas classics. Mm-hmm. So... Or they can catch it and rerun. Like, they're going to rerun these right. ad nauseum. So I don't know if there's any strategy to their lineups, but I don't know. It's just, it's, I'm just, I'm getting sad that the end is just going downhill. If you work in programming at Hallmark, <laughs> Somebody from Hallmark call us. We promise. Let us know. We will keep you anonymous. Yeah. Yes. Explain the process to us. Uh, what goes on what channel? What goes at what date? Like. I'm, I am curious, you yeah, know? me too, because it's ever-changing, it feels like. I know. I did notice, so I was looking through, God, I was so bored during this last movie. <laughs> I was just like setting my DVR for upcoming ones and seeing what else. And a couple, like, we've been, got, we got a couple messages, one from as early as last year. I remember our, like our first, the first ever person to write us was named Jared, is named Jared. We and love you, Jared. We love you. We love that you're still sticking around. I know. <laughs> every time I, I smile see that every he, time. I know. Um, but he had mentioned that there was one Hallmark movie that had a lesbian sister getting mm-hmm. married called A Bride for Christmas. And then another person wrote a couple weeks ago that they were watching that they just happened to be watching it and had come across that and were like, oh, my God, can you believe? And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, you know what? It's time to check out this movie. I did notice it is they're airing it a few times in the coming coming weeks. So oh. A Bride for Christmas. Okay. Supposedly the one mentioned. Well, I'm getting my eyeballs on that one. Yeah. For it's sure. time. It's time. Yeah. We need more. I don't know what happened with it. Yeah. It's like. Why was it okay then and not and now? Right. There's so many questions we have. So many questions. So many questions. There's nothing consistent. 
you know? I know. <sighs> but should we talk about next week? Our hopes for next week? So what what do we have coming up for next week? We have Christmas Next Door, right? Which I have written on the bracket as Father Christmas, which I think is the same movie that they just tweaked the plot at some point. I can't oh, okay. fully tell. Who cares? Let's just pretend okay. Father Christmas is now Christmas Next Door. Sure. What's that going up against? Christmas Connection. Christmas Connection. Okay. Which I don't even remember what that's about. Christmas Connection was like a child of divorce has to travel between his parents and then his dad starts romancing the stewardess. I think that's like the stewardess is probably the star. Are we allowed to say stewardess anymore? Flight attendant. Flight attendant. Yeah, I'm just dating myself, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the flight attendant is probably our main star. Well, I have that Christmas Connection movie ahead. Looking at the bracket, the top half, (laughs) perfect. A plus. Yeah. This bottom half. (laughs) (laughs) A little dodgy. We weren't even, I wasn't even close. (laughs) All of them, I think, are wrong. (laughs) But whatever. That's the whole fun of it. You know. Going off of hopes and dreams. Yeah. So once we review next week, I'll update the bracket again at what got moved ahead. And I'm going to be honest. I have a DVR full of Hallmark movies from past years that I really want to watch. Yeah. Like these new ones have been great. I've been enjoying it. But like Mm -hmm. I need to watch some of my faves. I need to watch the the Lifetime ones too. Me too. I know. I, I have all watched the Lifetime ones. Ready to go. And I just, when, when when's the time? What's when the do time? we have time? I know. A trusted source told us that we had to watch the Melissa Joan Hart one. Mm-hmm. And we trust this source. We do. Matthew, you know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a One Calls the Heart Christmas special, but I'll probably just keep that one to myself. <laughs> I actually would love it if you would share with us yeah. about that. I mean, he's off to war. I don't know what. What are they going to do? Who's off Fly him in? Uh, the guy, the like the, the the Mountie love interest. Are they engaged yet? Um, Yeah, I think they got engaged and then he had to go fight some outlaws in a great outlaw war somewhere north. Everything I know people about... people are dying and she's worried. Everything I know about When Calls the Heart, I learned from commercials while I was watching other Hallmark yeah. offerings. It seems about right. <laughs> They have teased that engagement a billion times, for like but I think it seasons. did actually happen at some point. Okay. But, uh, Happy for her. Yeah. Sure. If he makes it back alive, guess we'll find out. Dang, Mel! <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, he must be off filming a movie somewhere because this is a long time for him to be off. He's show. cute. Oh, he's so cute. Has he been in a Christmas movie? I think so. I think he's been in some movies of the past, as okay. she has. She's been in plenty. Yeah. What's her name? Oh, God. I forget. Aaron but she's Krakow been, yeah. or something. You knew it. No, I don't think so. I think that's like, I think that's something from like a TV show or a book. That's her name, I think. Erin Krakow? Yeah, I think so. Oh. Wasn't she in a Christmas cookie one? Yes, yeah, I think so. Have we had a Christmas cookie one this year? gingerbread does that count i guess it's kind of a cookie as close as we're gonna get yeah erica's looking at us like gingerbread she's already eye roll i'm you guys i'm already back to jody i'm deep in this jody sweden (laughs) book can i just read you one thing i just stumbled upon i don't know what time in her life this is referring to but she's oh here's the dates she writes between drugs alcoholic clubs hotel rooms and other incidentals necessary to create a party I spent about $60,000 in a nine-month period between 2006 and 2007. Oh. But it didn't matter because I was having fun. <laughs> she spent $60,000 in nine months on basically 
drugs. Yeah. $60,000. $60,000. Well, mm. man, those full house she had residual fun. checks, you man. know? She has a chapter in here called Saving Stephanie. Aww. Oh, man. Okay, sorry. I didn't mean to no. be distracted. No, All it's the better. Feels Book Club All the coming Book Club. to a podcast near you. Yep. All right. Should we wrap it? Yeah, I think we should. It? Thanks for listening to us, sorry. Ramble guys. Yeah, sorry for the negativity. I sorry know. to bring it down. I know. Wah, I feel wah. bad, but There's it always... just wasn't a great weekend. No. There's always next week. We just want to keep it honest. That's mm. right. Sometimes the truth hurts. We're going to keep it 100. Like Keep Mel it 100. Does. Oh, God. 100 OP. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye, guys. All right. See ya. Bye.